Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to Following On. India have beaten England by 66 runs. An intriguing first one-day international and can't help but think England should have won it. I'm Mark Nicholas and in the next 20 minutes or so I'll have uh, Darren Goff and the current England bowler Kate Gross uh, along with Matt Pryor to dissect all the major talking points from today's action. We discussed the dream debut by Krunal Pandya after his 50 helped uh, India to 317 and we talk about Johnny Bairstow's brilliant 94 but should he have done more. As well as this, we get a reaction from both camps. So, yep, you're listening to Following On here on Sport 2. I always like an instant reaction from Goffey. <laughs> I'm blown away, Mark. I really, really am. And I think it's been the pattern um, of actually England with such a, a good team, such a good one-day side. But I think there's a fine line, isn't there, Mark, between... Um, going on and carrying on and playing in the way they was doing, Bairstow and Roy. But once you lose one, you have to have in-game management. And we lack that today. Uh, Bairstow kept going um, and eventually fell for 94. And then the collapse started. And then it was always going to be difficult from that moment in. So we're just going to be a bit smarter in play, uh, assessing the situation, especially when you're away from home, because India are a fantastic side. They're one of the best sides in the well, world, mate. So you, Yeah, you, but we, we had them. I'm glum, really glum. Kate? Just going on from what you're saying, Goffey, I think the in-match management you're talking about, that's Joe Root's role, isn't it? That's, you know, we've Spot really on. missed him today. Um, and I think when you, when you lose games like England have done today, that's when the power of Joe Root kind of comes shining through. The power of the force, huh? Um, Matt? Um, I'm glum as well. <laughs> I can't <laughs> well, quite not believe can I. What, what's I can't happened. Believe it. Let's I, just, think... I tell you what, I'll just give our listeners a, a couple of interesting facts. So the target's 318. England were 135 for no wicket and 169 for two. Two very strong positions. 375 really strong positions to, to go on and win the game comfortably, I would 
argue and and we didn't and i i wonder if we should be apportioning blame or whether that's unkind whether these things happen i mean let's talk about johnny for a second matt uh, you know 94 does johnny go big enough when he gets hundreds does he get 150s or does he get 105 today he got a 94 he hit it straight to a fielder in the deep is that a bad mistake is it just the nature of the modern player well it's really difficult to it's it's hard to criticise Johnny Bairstow after the innings he played and how he hit it and the shots he played. He actually put England into that position in the first place. Without that innings, England would have been so far ahead of the game. But then you've got to be good enough to adapt. As Goffey said, your, your match management, when you've lost the play, when you've lost Stokes, when you've lost Roy, you know, Morgan comes to the crease. Two very experienced campaigners, Owen Morgan, Johnny Bester, Owen Morgan, four stitches in his right hand as well. You know that he's going to struggle hitting the big shots. So you say, right, we're so far ahead of the game, surely we just have to milk it now. But that, when the adrenaline's pumping and you've gone through the gears as a batsman and you're in sixth, to be able to bring it back down to third is a is a high-class skill. I think the fact that he lost a strike for such long periods uh, yeah, in yeah. that last third of the innings really cost him. Yeah. I, I'm not critical of his batting, which was brilliant. I'm criticism. I'm criticising his, or, or critical at least, of his choice of shot at that moment when England just needed another 40 minutes of him, really. Well, well, listen, India made mistakes. Virat Kohli, the best probably white ball player in the world. He did the same um, thing. He did exactly the same thing. He was gutted. Um, yep. he, we, we were just talking about off airs, but this is where Virat Kohli really twists the knife, doesn't he? He gets into these situations. We he very <laughs> rarely gets out for 50. If he gets 50, he tends to go on and get 90 or, or a big 100, and he sees the team home. He was absolutely gutted with that shot. But I just think, I say it again, it was a brilliant knock from Johnny Best. I'm not taking it away from him whatsoever. 94 of 66 deliveries in any format is a terrific knock. But after losing those wickets, Jason Roy now has got starts in, I think he's four of his last five one-day knocks, but he just keeps getting out in his 40s. And if one does it, the other one has to go on. And Kate was right. When you've got someone like Joe Roo, we'll, we'll come back into this side. Uh, obviously, they're resting him and looking after his workload at this moment in time. You see the value of him. He's such an important player in 50 overs and 20 over cricket, Joe Root. They need that type. If they lose wickets, you can just see the team home. Keeps a calm head, sees the bigger picture. Right. Kate, a, a, a modern player, would you, uh, if you were in the England camp now, would you feel that we were criticising unfairly? If I was in the England camp, probably. Um, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I'm just looking at the fall of wickets and you've got Jason Roy and Johnny Bairstow putting on 135 for the first wicket and it's hard to criticise that. They've got, like, I can't remember who said it, but they, they've got us off to the start that we wanted to get to. I think, for me... Bairstow, when he lost that momentum and lost his rhythm a little bit in his innings, is that down to the batters coming in, not rotating the strike yeah. well, not getting yeah. off strike? It is, if we're brutal. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That, that's the point I was going to make, because we'll look at Johnny Bairstow. But hang on a minute. He's played a blinder here. Surely his teammates need to come out and go, right, there's a man in, glove punch, right, I've just got to get off strike. Get a single, get him back on. That's your only responsibility as a new man coming in. 
get single, get Besto back on strike, let him keep his rhythm, and we can build that partnership. The minute you start taking balls up, using balls up, what I think it was 20, 20 deliveries, was it, that he didn't... But the thing with Owen, Owen Morgan, though, hasn't it, Matt? He's, he's, he's struggled this series. In the t- I think he averaged 11, only got 30 runs or something in the T20 series. Mm. So he's struggling for form. So he was coming in thinking, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah. I come in, I can start with that, I can just knock it around, I can get my eye in, and then he gets out, and Bairstow gets out, and Suddenly, Butler gets out, and we're, then we're, we're behind it and, and chasing chasing the game all of a sudden. When we were 770 for five, we were way ahead of the run rate, but India were exactly the same, weren't they? They were 170 for five, and then they had two players put on a partnership of 112. We didn't have that. We didn't have that, and that was the that was the difference in the game. Well, I'll give you the, the England, just so we get this right. Ben Stokes, 11 balls for a single. Owen Morgan, 30 balls for 22. Joss Butler, four balls for two. So, you know, if you, if you were looking to be critical or find a reason not be critical, 45 balls for 25 runs is, is not great, is it? If we're honest, in support of Bairstow at that stage, it's putting a lot of pressure back on Bairstow. That's one of the things you talk about as a batting group. Um, is when you walk out to bat, one of the first things you have to do is take... take pressure of the man that's in and the way you do that is by getting off strike keep the scoreboard ticking over it's not necessarily saying go in and bank crash wallop fours and sixes from the off absolutely not but keep the strike rotating keep them on strike so that they keep their rhythm they're the man in don't just stand there use up balls and then expect them to do all the work because that you know, suddenly the mentality shifts mm. like Coley did I mean Coley came in didn't he we, we, talk, we talked about it on air um, when he came in Shigadaw went stepped up a level he, he was just got his eye in but Coley just kept giving him strike he's got a runner ball Give, give Darwin the strike. Give Darwin the strike. He'll, he'll, he'll hit the boundaries. And then on the flip side of that, you're suddenly 10 from 12 and you're, you know, before you know it, you've got your innings, innings underway yeah. and you're seeing it a little bit better as well. But I think on your, your question, Mark, I think for me, the criticality will come from the England dressing room about how they got out. I think I mentioned it on air, but it just felt like no one particularly was got out today. It was, you know, there was no magic deliveries. Um, it was kind of weak dismissals for me and I think that's mm. hopefully what they're going to be talking about in the dressing room now. Okay, let's go and turn ourselves into the bowlers union here. We will start with you, Kate, actually, because what a comeback from uh, Prasida Krishna and Shadil Tucker, who took a pounding early on from Besto mainly, but Roy as well, and then came back to take seven wickets between them. Boovy picked up a couple at the end there and to win the game so comfortably. That was, that was a reminder you're never out of the game, really. No, and I'm sure the Indians would have been speaking about that in their drinks breaks and what, what it, whatever they were talking about. But you, you always say a couple of wickets gets you back into the game. But um, yeah, Tako, we kind of seen that at the back end of the T20 series that he always seemed to have a response and he came back and took wickets. So I'm not really surprised by that, but I've not seen much of Krishna. But um, yeah, it was great to see him come back and take four for and especially like you said, it was almost as if Johnny Bairstow embarrassed him early on and he's come back and, and done really well. So I'm really pleased for him. Yeah, he showed, he showed all the sort of common sense that goes with the big heart you need. We talk a lot about heart, mm. but you've also got to be able to land it in the right place. And he did actually. And Shadal Takur, Goffey, you played... I watched you play against Andy Bickle. He's a cricket reminds me of Andy Bickle. He sort of hustles in, keeps yeah. in the pitch hard, never never gives way, gets good carry through to the keeper and just believes, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he mixes it up well. He's got a good slower ball, but he also can ball a heavy ball. He surprises people with the pace he can ball. And he's one of them who's not afraid to use the short ball. We saw it in the T20s. We've seen it 
today uh, as well in this game. He, he bowled beautifully. And, and I'm going to say the same about Prasida uh, Krishna. I mean, he started, I thought he had terrific pace. He got good bounce. He, you've got to be excited about the talent. He just got a little bit eager, didn't he? Um, he saw Johnny pushing at balls, the ball coming back into him, and he threw it just too far up to Johnny Bairstow, who's got a terrific eye. And when he's in that mood, he used his his shots, which are down the ground, and he played some wonderful shots against him. He came back, and you're right, Mark, showed terrific heart, and that's the biggest key you need to have a success as a fast bowler uh, for me, especially when you're bowling in these conditions, mm. is a huge ticker, and he showed plenty of that today, and mm. he got India back in the game. Oh, good summary. Um, right, let's talk about... Uh, there were five for 205 when Hardik Pandya was out, and that's when you thought that to some degree at least, India's charge to 300 might have come to an end. You sort of thought they'd get 285. But let's just tell you about the guy on debut, his brother, um, Krunal Pandya, who made an unbeaten 58 in a partnership of more than 100 with K.L. Rahul, who made 62. That 58 came from just 31 balls. He hit seven fours and two sixes, a left-hander coming in at number seven, tremendous ball striking. And then he bowled steadily. He took a bit of a pasting when he first came on. And then he finished with 10 overs, one for 59, uh, which included the, uh, you know, an important wicket and an important time. So, um, you know, I think that's one heck of a debut added to the enormous emotion of the occasion for him. He couldn't speak mid-innings when he was interviewed. Um, he broke down in tears. He'd had a long hug with his brother. Their father died recently of a heart attack. And, and it was amazing to see these two guys so emotionally involved, not just with each other, but with the game and all that the game brings in. It just shows how hard how much cricket holds your life in its hands and, and dominates your thinking. And, of course, he wanted to do that all for his father's memory. Just a wonderful performance. I'll come back to you on that because here's uh, Owen Morgan now at the post-match. Outstanding. They have been for a long time. The way in which they play have been absolutely brilliant. Um, and we failed to continue building on that. Um, I think when we have bad days with the bat, obviously it can potentially look worse than it is, but we play in a, an aggressive brand of cricket. We just need to get better and, and upskill a little bit more and, and execute better than we did today. Um, but India, India played really well again, fought their way back into the game and, and thoroughly deserved to win. You bat to number nine, Tom Curran comes in at number nine and he, he's a very, very good batsman. So in a way, does it put a, is it a bit of complacency factor uh, creeping in because you know everybody can bat so you want to bat in that way? Does it backfire sometimes? No, I don't think so. I think, well, when you look at our top seven in particular, uh, all have scored, you know, under 60 ball hundreds in international cricket. It's something that we pride ourselves on, being able to take the attack to the opposition and that's the way that we want to play. White ball cricket, as a, as a general rule, is always on the upward slant. Scores, uh, total scores, individual scores, strike rates are always increasing. And with one eye on the World Cup, we can want to continue to try and push the envelope in that regard, to try and take our game forward and always look to learn. Um, sometimes, again, that doesn't work because we don't get it right. But for us, losing like that is way better than losing by 10 or 20 runs, playing in a completely different manner that doesn't suit us. This is the way we play and this is the way we'll continue to play. That's interesting when you say that because after your World Cup victory, you wouldn't say that the results have exactly gone your way. And also looking to a World Cup, which is in two years' time, do you feel this is the way you're going to go, irrespective of what happens? Yeah, I think the, the game has always moved forward. Um, I think sport in general has always moved, you know, 
technology has moved the game forward, fitness levels have moved the game forward. In our case, sometimes bats have moved the, the game forward. So we need to push as hard as we can in order to try and continually improve. It's great to have a lot of the, the senior guys here playing in this series. It's given the opportunity, we don't normally have them here. So it's important for us to, to dictate the way that we play and reinforce over the last five years that the method that's worked for us. You mentioned that the wicket was very good and also there's a little bit of dew right now. So were you happy with what India posted, 317? Yeah, we were. Um, I thought the bowlers did an outstanding job. You know, the traditional test length uh, and line really did uh, prove effective on this wicket um, throughout the whole game regardless. Um, so yeah, we, we were happy chasing 318. Did it change under lights? Um, well, we probably didn't play well enough to take advantage of any change, to be honest. There, there is a little bit of dew here, but we, we weren't in a position to play well enough to, to take advantage of that, which is disappointing because obviously you win the toss and here in India it is a little bit of an, an advantage. Would you change anything going forwards? Just the execution. I think the method in which we're trying to play is, is definitely the right one. Um, like I mentioned, trying to progress things and move things forward. I thought the bowling was, was outstanding. Um, India set things up right for the end and, and scored, you know, in and around par, maybe sub-par score. But our batting from the middle order down is. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. To improve. Thanks for your time, Morgan. Thanks, Cheers. Thank you very much. Well, Owen Morgan's interview is very rarely disappointing, and that certainly didn't. Uh, he explained the ethos, and he will stick with the ethos, and uh, we didn't play well enough, but we will continue to play that way. And I think the key thing was I'd rather lose like that than by 10 or 20 playing in the old-fashioned way. 
Yeah, that's the way I used to, uh, believe it or not, Captain, I used to hate it when we used to just try and sneak over the line and end up falling short. Yeah, it used to really frustrate me um, as a captain um, at, at Yorkshire. So I get it, but when he says the game's always moving forward, it's not, because it's actually, we're talking about it in commentary, it's kind of twisting back round the other way, but because of the power of these guys in 20-over cricket, they're now realising the importance of wickets in hand for the last 25, 30 overs. If they've got that, they can get any total. And they've proved it. Yes, England, on their day, all come off and play like Johnny Bairstow and play like Roy and Butler and Stokes and Morgan. All come off, you're looking at 400 to 450, aren't you? But England had those wickets in hand and lost. Yeah, but what I'm saying, on on their day, when everybody clicks, say they're batting first, England... If they play like that, could easily get 400 plus, couldn't they? I mean, that they're just there is no other team that can do that, right? India do it. We've seen it. Sorry, England do it. But now and again, in-game management is important. Today was a classic example. I have no issue with the brand of cricket. Who are we to argue with Owen Morgan who's just won a World Cup for England? And that brand of cricket is what, what saved them from the last World Cup when they were absolutely terrible and he's changed the face of, of, of white ball cricket for, for England. For me, that was slightly contradictory in the fact that I look at Stokes in particular and... And I'm going to interrupt you. And then I'm going to come back to you on that very point because we've got Virat Kohli mid-interview uh, now. Runs is, is something outstanding. And a comeback from um, all our bowlers, starting from Prasid, actually you know, going for a, a few runs early on, everyone did. But then to come back into the game like the way they did was uh, an amazing effort. Kronal as well, 35 plus in the first three and then to come back and bowl 10 overs under 60 and get one wicket was amazing. Shardul was amazing. Bhuvi was amazing. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm a really, really proud man right now. The, the team showed great character and in, intensity out there. You can imagine. Look, you have got the likes of Bumrah to come, Mohamed um, Shami to come, Ravindra Jadeja not there, Aksha Patel is not there. So, it seems as if the riches are in plenty and as a captain, it, it sometimes you're wondering, what do I tell the guy? I need to drop somebody or I need to pick somebody. What do I tell them? Well, look, as I mentioned in the past as well, we, we you know, promote players who have intent to go out there and keep uh, backing their skills and do the job for the team. Special mention to um, uh, Shikhar's inning today as well. Uh, he hasn't uh, gotten game time recently, didn't get many in the first T20 and then batted beautifully today. Um, KL as well, you know, back amongst the runs. So again, as I mentioned, we want to back people who we know that are going to go out there and do a selfless job um, and do what what the team requires them to do. Um, So yeah, from that point of view, it's a healthy competition, I would say, between everyone. For every slot, we have two, three players available and ready to take the field anytime. And there's great signs for Indian cricket and, um, you know, the system which the management has created in the last few years, um, you know, discussions with our senior players as well. We want to go on, on the right path and right now I feel that we are and we, we have a big pool of players to choose from. Since you mentioned the management and you also mentioned about Shikhar Dhawan, somebody as senior as him uh, gets one game and doesn't get to play, the lines of communication have to be pretty open, isn't it? Because somebody might feel, oh, I'm, I'm not playing. So the clarity in thought process and what you relate to them is of a, a paramount importance, isn't it, Virat? Totally. And um, again, a special mention to him, his body language was amazing when he wasn't playing. He was so helpful uh, sitting on the bench, you know, urging, uh, really, really motivating our players on the field and then, you know, running with, with the extra stuff, with, with water and, and whatnot. So, 
I think he, he's been outstanding. He's worked hard on his game, and today he deservedly got the result that he ended up achieving and made a, a very important contribution, um, you know, for the team's cause because. It was a bit tricky to start on. You saw the openers had to really play themselves in and play proper cricket, so that partnership was crucial. Then we got a 100-run partnership and then we lost a few wickets. So from that context, I think his innings becomes even more important because he batted in the most toughest phase and, and got uh, a 95, which which I think is, is much more valuable than what it what is shown on the scoreboard. We're going to interrupt Virat. And we've got Owen Morgan. Mark, yes. Yes, good man. Nice to hear you. Um, I've just been watching you being interviewed. And now I get you all to myself. Um, we're, we, we, we feel a bit glum here. We've, we sort of think you played really good cricket for so much of that game, except that, if you like, the final 25%. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I think with the ball, we, we were brilliant. You know, India um, bat deep and have, have you know, a lot of really experienced uh, white ball batters that, that tend to score a lot of volume of runs. Um, and I thought, given the wicket, how it played, I thought the wicket was fantastic. Great, great cricket wicket. Um, our bowlers did a really good job. And then on, on the back of that, our, our openers were absolutely outstanding. So given we, we couldn't take advantage of the way that they played is, is disappointing. Um, we were clearly off the mark and I suppose our skill level wasn't quite there. And, and where, where did the skill level most apply? I, I, I might, I'll suggest something and see what you say. We know each other well enough for me to ask this. Ben, you and Josh over a period of 45 balls scored, I think, 25. Do you think that put pressure back onto Johnny? Um, I think when, when we lose a wicket um, or a couple of wickets in that instance the, the, the priority is always rebuilding and there are a number of ways to do that um, I thought India bowled well at, at the guys who came to the crease they didn't give many soft balls in, in order to score boundaries um, and I think given the way that we got out that, that proved that our mentality to score was always there so that, that's always a good sign but not so good when we give opportunities at the rate that we did so that might answer my next question about shot selection because I'm trying to find ways to just investigate what went wrong because that's our job back here in the studio. And, and, and I know you've already said in the other interview that it's the brand of cricket you play and you're going to stick with, so you're certainly not going to be critical. Is that the right summary or might you question shot execution and choice? No, I think when, I suppose, a, a good attack come up against you and you don't necessarily get away you know, as you'd like or as expected or off to a flyer in, in a partnership or individually, it does potentially cause um, a mistake from the batsman. And when you're, when you're trying to come after the ball like we do and play in the method that we do, sometimes it can, you know, um, culminate in the way that it has today. I, I suppose we've got uh, Kate Cross working with us on this game and Kate made a very good point. It was a day where, you know, at his best, you'd expect Joe Root to have glued the chase together. Oh, I think every day we expect Joe Root to, to glue a, a chase or set a, a total together. He's, he's absolutely world-class. Um, and oh, I said before the series, obviously, he's having a much-deserved rest and... Um, uh, recharge at home um, so it just it just goes to show you know in, in chases like that or even bigger chases like that how valuable he is Anybody else you want to look at in the two games to come? 
Yeah, we'll be having a look at the majority of the squad um, throughout this series. Uh, 50 over cricket for us over the next few years is going to be a, an opportunity to grow our squad and, and to present opportunities to guys that potentially haven't played um, on the tour so far. We, we watched um, Owen Ali come in today and Sam Billings play their first game on tour. Tom Curran come back in. So it's, it's great to be able to present these guys with opportunities um, and not sacrifice a lot with performance. I think the talent that they have and, and the talent that is on the bench is really um, rich, particularly with, mm. with the bat. Uh, we have guys sitting on the sideline that, that he could easily play. Okay. And just finally, an injury update, Sam and yourself. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have to wait a little while. Um, unfortunately, I split my webbing and um, Sam took a knock on his shoulder that, that has a little bit of history with it. So the next 48 hours, we'll be reviewing uh, both of us and seeing if we'll be fit for, for Friday. Okay, thanks for your time. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Uh, great to hear from him. Valuable, really. You'd learn a lot from him. So I think we've had all our questions answered. Uh, really well by the England captain uh, uh, Kate, Matt and uh, Goffey are here with me. Thanks uh, to all of you. Just a, a, a final word um, please. Uh, England now have two more games to play and need to win them both to take the series. Um, can they or is this sort of defeat you know, puts you on the back foot to a degree where India being so good in their home country it, it might be too big an ask? I think for me, it's not about winning the series now. I think it's about the opportunity to look at the players. And I, I'm glad that Owen Morgan said that. I would have hopefully have suggested that that, you know, look at Reese Topley, have a look at Matt Parkinson. You know what Mark Wood can do on his on his day. You know how he can bowl. So can we have a look at the other players? And that looks like it's going to be the route that England are going to go down now. So, you know, they could sacrifice the series win. Obviously, you want to be winning games of cricket, but um, ultimately this, this is a part of the tour where they can have a look at those players now. Thank you, Matt. Can England win the series? Absolutely. I think maybe this is just a little bit of a wake-up call that they needed. Owen Morgan talks about the brand of cricket that they uh, they play and they're going to continue to play, which I agree with wholeheartedly. My question mark over today is actually the intensity from the batsman walking out contradicted that brand of cricket. Ben Stokes was a bit, he was very defensive in the way he played. Joss Butler, okay, he only faced four balls. Owen Morgan himself, but he's got an injury. So I think it's a good opportunity for them to dust themselves down and Come back fighting the next one. Yeah, I, I, listen, two great teams. Um, it really is. Um, I think India as well will be exactly the same. I think they'll change their team around. They're starting 11. We've seen that in the T20s. They're going to do it with the 50 overs as well. They've got a huge squad of 18. So they're going to give everyone a game. England are going to give everybody a game as well. I think England will win one of them. Thanks to Kate, to Matt and to Darren. Um, we've uh, seen England beaten in the end quite comfortably, but it's not as if they didn't compete throughout the whole day and, and many stages looked as if they'd win. Anyway, England one down in the series, two more games to come. And as we look forward to Friday, we finish today's show by looking back. And that's a beautiful straight drive. There's no stopping that. That's just over-pitched, half-volley length. And Road Sharma is a master 
of that stroke. And it's Ben Stokes to continue as England do get the overs going. Go on, there's an edge and it's gone through to Butler and England have got the breakthrough. Stokes comes in, starts the new over to Coley. Oh, glorious shot. We're in 97 for one as Dil Rashid starts the new over and Shikha Darwin has swung him over the leg side that will bring him a half century. Rashid into uh, Coley once again. Oh, hammered back past the bowler. This kid can play a county. Cool, just a bit. Back goes Coley, plays a very strong pull shot. Oh, that's a shot and a half. Oh. My word. I will move out of the way as Mark Nicholas will uh, take over the... Go on, quickly. Go on, he's still got an apple of food. <laughs> Forward he goes, pushes it out, square on the offside. He goes to another 50. One of the great players of this or any other era of the game. And that's flicked away by Coley, but this time Moeen Ali has held on to it. Right arm over his Stokes. It's pulled straight to mid-wicket. And Shikadoan is not going to be getting a hundred. Stokes is in. It's guided straight to slip by Hardik Pandya and he's out. Got an element of Vincent van Gogh with this current haircut, yes, hasn't he? Yes, nice. Firstly, I'm not related to van Gogh. <laughs> and my jacket is art in itself. I paid for mine. But, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. Uh, now he drives down the ground. Does Rahul, does he get enough of it? He, oh, he does easily. Oh, big, big, big pickup. That's flying. This is just an unbelievable cricket shot. Wood again. And now he uppercuts him. Down to third man and over third man. Wow. What an assault this is by Colonel Pandya. By the way, guys, four hours, ten minutes. It took England to bowl 50 overs. Could have had a round of golf, had a couple of pints <laughs> and a club sandwich and got home. <laughs> In that time. As I say, India at the same stage, we're going at around two and over, and that's another big shot by Bairstow. Cool, he was pulled one down short, and Johnny Bairstow couldn't have asked for a better delivery to hit away to get a boundary four that takes him to 50. He's got 53 from 40 balls, short ball. This one has gone all the way over the long on fielder, four and six. And down comes Bairstow, getting as near as he can to the ball, and hits it for six. It's raining fours and sixes in Pune. Oh, that's a good stump. That really is a hard, hard hit of a cricket ball by Johnny Bairstow. Prasida, who was expensive, and that is out. And Stokes standing up on the shot has just stroked it straight into the hands of extra cover. Oh, and that's gone a long way up in the air. Let's hope it's gone all the way. No, it hasn't. Oh, dear. And Johnny Bairstow on 94, not out. Well, he's now 94 and out. As uh, Shadow Takor goes in, swing and a miss! No, swing and an edge through to the keeper. He's gone on the pull to the short ball. Shadow is in once again, takes just Butler on the pad. Big shout for LBW, given! Now he sweeps in front of square for six. Really positive ball striking from Moen Ali. Now's a drive in the air, caught at short, extra cover. Sam Billings driving on the up, and uh, wow, England have a problem. Another one gone. That's gotcha. uh, gone straight up in the air from Sam Curran. This could be another one, and it's a fine catch in again. Oh, and that's brilliant from Bhuvneshwar Kumar. Too good for Adil Rashid. Prasida is coming on for uh, Kuldeep. He's uh, gone this one full straight. Tom Curran swings hard. It's gone high up into the outfield. Man underneath it, catch taken, and England have lost with eight overs to spare. Exclusive ball by ball commentary of the first one day international live from Pune only on Talksport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism, and this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan.
With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 